It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Friday, everyone. It is Draft Combine weekend. The Draft Combine will kick off next week. The NBA Draft Lottery is Tuesday. It's my last chance before the whole craziness begins to talk to you about the NBA Draft. So talk about how important this draft is. Some players to watch at the NBA Draft Combine and get you prepped for Tuesday night. It's time for another Locked On Magic. Our Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is May 13th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossmreich. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, it's going to be my last live opportunity to talk to you before the NBA draft lottery. We will not have an episode on Tuesday. Um, we'll be doing a Twitter spaces on Friday. That will be Monday's episode of Locked on Magic. I'm heading out of town this weekend. Bad timing on my part, um, but I'll be out of town. We'll talk next time live after the big NBA draft lottery. I hope to see you all at the uh, NBA draft lottery watch party at Harry Buffalo uh, as as sponsored by both the Orlando Magic and organized by our good friends at the Sixth Man Show. So we will talk the NBA draft, why this draft is so important for the Orlando Magic. Plus, take a look at some players that I'm going to be looking ahead to looking at um, in the NBA draft combine because it's not just about the top guys here for the Orlando Magic. Look at all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's the first thing you do in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's on your way home from work, whenever, we truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown pod- podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Plus, check out our good friends Lockdown Lightning after the big win by the Bolts over the Toronto Maple Leafs to force a Game 7 in their first-round series. You can check them out at Locked On Lightning. You can check out all the great podcasts and Locked On Podcast Network by searching for Locked On and the team you are looking for. Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. 
I want to, I, I want to do this and make sure that I say this, these things sort of delicately. Um, first, I want to make sure we all understand that um, no matter what happens on NBA Draft Lottery Day, no matter where the Magic ultimately are picking, there is still a good opportunity to get a great player. You look at the at the teams that are left in the NBA draft and the NBA playoffs right now. Jimmy Butler was taken with the 30th pick. Bam Adebayo was taken with the 13th pick, I believe. Devin Booker was what the fourth, 13th, 14th, 15th pick, something like that. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the 15th pick. Chris Middleton was a second rounder. Um, sure, there are high. Steph Curry was picked seventh. Um, you know, after two point guards um, by the same team. Um, Clay Thompson was picked 11th. And so, yes, there's Luka Doncic picked third. Yes, there's John Morant picked second. Jaron Jackson Jr. picked second. Jason Tatum picked second. Jalen Brown picked third. You that The point is you can get high-quality, high-talent players anywhere in the draft. Obviously, the chances of getting that kind of a player are better at the top of the draft, at the very top of the draft. But where you end, land in the lottery ultimately shouldn't matter. Um, if you're good at your job, if you're good at drafting, you will find talent wherever the opportunity arises. And it, it, and and it's more about identifying the player more than banking on the pick. If, if I had a big criticism, if I have a way, if I have a criticism of the whole tanking ideology of the of the way Rob Hannigan operated, is everyone angles for that numbered pick, something that's just completely out of your control. By the way, everyone angles for that numbered pick, but they don't do the work to get the player they actually need. You're drafting a player. You're not drafting a pick. Um, and I think that's, that's really, really, really important to remember and really, really important to recognize as we prepare for the NBA draft lottery. Um, if you follow me on uh, Orlando Magic Daily at Magic Daily on Twitter, I have been posting a uh, tankathon spin every single day. Um, since the season ended, um, I, I'm I've been late a few times, so I have I have a spin out a, a spin for Thursday out late. We'll do another spin for our mock draft Friday Twitter Spaces on Friday, our final mock mock draft Friday, um, uh, before the NBA draft lottery at least. Um, that that's that's a, if anything, the exercise just proves how random everything can be, uh, and one spin, anything can happen, and the odds are still that the Magic are most likely to pick sixth out of any place um, in, in in the draft lottery. In fact, I believe the stat is at least two two teams jump into the lottery, into that top four since they uh, flattened out the lottery odds a few years ago. So to me, it's, it's very much about the person that you get, the player that you get, rather than where you pick. Um, to me... Picking first, getting in the top four is winning the lottery. I don't care that the Magic finished with the second worst record in the league. Getting one of those top four picks is winning the lottery. And, and as I tell, told everyone as we went through those tanking debates throughout the course of the season, winning, banking on winning the lottery is not a strategy. You wouldn't do that with your own finances. You shouldn't do that with your franchise and with your team. I, I, I'm, I am against what the Magic did in a lot of ways. I understand why they did it. I understand the odds, and they put themselves in a really good position here to get a quality player. But that only puts the impetus and the emphasis more on picking the right player. We started talking a little bit about the 2023 season here on this show. 
Um, it is ever present. It is something that we are already thinking and discussing about. It's something that fans are already really excited about. They want to see this young team grow. They want to see this young team develop. Um, I don't want to put um, a number on how many wins the Magic should have. I don't want to put expectations or say this team is a playoff team or this team needs to be in the play-in tournament or it's a failure. We're not, we're not there yet. The one thing I will say is that this team needs to start showing progress. I am, I deal with fans on both sides of the spectrum and I often have to constantly remind some, some fans on Twitter that, you know, us in the magic Twitter community, the people kind of listening to this podcast, we're not the majority of magic fans. Um, I talk to even sports people in town. I work at a news station with sports people. And, and some of the news people who are sports people, you know, will say, why aren't the magic good? It's been 10 years. And I'm like, well, it's not. It, it has been 10 years, but this is a new, this is a fresh start. This is a fresh rebuild and it's going to take time. I've talked on this show, I know, about how the magic have essentially lost a generation of fans by being lost in the wilderness for the last decade. Now, that's not pressure to win now, for sure. I think ownership understands the mistakes they made under Rob Hennigan in the last phase of this rebuild or in the immediate aftermath of losing Dwight Howard. I think they are determined not to make those mistakes again and certainly hiring Jeff Weltman, someone who's got a lot more experience than Rob Hennigan, to helm this rebuild, giving him the giving him the opportunity, frankly, to fail with that first group that he, that he put together um, shows that they are displaying the patience to get back to the top of the mountain. But it's going to take this team also taking the actions and taking the steps forward. It's going to take this team beginning to make that climb up. We've sat here already, as we've discussed this offseason, to say next year's goal is not to be one of the worst teams in the league. It's a small goal. It's, it's an obvious goal. But after two straight years having the best odds to win the lottery, that should, if you've done your homework, if you've drafted well, if you've made the right strategic moves, that should be enough to begin taking steps forward. And although the Magic didn't win the lottery last year and finished with the fifth pick in the draft, they got a player every that everyone really liked in Jalen Suggs. It's hard to say this team has its core. It's hard to say this team has that clear future. I think we all believe that if this team is healthy, that they would have been a lot better than they were this season. Um, we see the kind of culture things and and the way that Jamal Mosley was able to get this team to play hard and buy into things and as they improve toward the end of the season. We see the hints of things that will help them make that climb out of the bottom. But now it's time to make that climb. Now it's time to take that step to move up that chain. Next season will have some winning pressure. I don't think necessarily there will be a pressure to say, hey, make the play in tournament. This team's still going to be very, very young. Um, and honestly, what they do in free agency, what they do in trades may have a little bit more to say about what their ultimate expectations are for the season. But the one thing that this draft is going to do is it's going to give us some clarity over what that is. Whoever the Magic draft is going to be a core and key part of this team. And what the Magic have to start doing now 
So they have to start building a team. They have to start building into the team they ultimately want to be. And that's really what's at stake in this draft. Yes, take the best player available. Absolutely, because that's your core guy. That's the guy you're going to be building around. And that's not me putting pressure on that player unnecessarily. We're going to figure out if he can be the guy. But the bottom line is this team has been lost in the desert for a decade. And while it is just year two of a rebuild, it's two drafts in. And at that point, you need to start seeing some tangible progress. As Jamal Mosley said after the season ended, it's time for this group to level up. That gauntlet has already been thrown down to every single player on this roster. Whether they stay or whether they go, it's it's that that gauntlet is down on them to get better, to help their team win. Hopefully it's the magic. That gauntlet is already thrown down. This draft pick is only going to determine whether that path is a little bit easier to walk or whether this team is going to spend another few years lost in the desert again. Again, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on an 18-year-old. It sucks that we have to do that. But that's the reality of the NBA. The Magic better be ready to draft someone who's ready to take on that mantle and is ready to help this team accomplish its ultimate goals. We're going to turn our attention to the NBA Draft Combine for a little bit, talk about some players that I'll be watching at the NBA Draft Combine. We'll probably do that over the next two segments. We'll do that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and it had 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat the birthday cake puff from Built Bar. I saw that they were doing birthday cake birthday cake puffs once again on built.com. I get the I get the emails from them. I'm fresh out of Built Bars. I'm getting ready to order some more and I am so excited to try these because I've had the birth, I've had birthday cake Built Bars before. They t- they're festive. They got sprinkles on them. They're delightful just like all the other Built Bar flavors. The built the birthday cake puffs, so is something that I am really excited. If you haven't tried the puffs brands from Built Bar, um, you're messing out because this is delicious. It is a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. A delicious flavored marshmallow covered 100% real chocolate and with the low calories and high protein that I just talked about. So make every day your birthday to try and try the new Built Bar birthday cake puffs bar. With 150 calories, 17 gra- 16 grams of protein, only 9 grams of sugar, this limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way-, way to get flavor and variety in your day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That, that means that with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com to get birthday cake puffs now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Now, make sure to go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, Mock Draft, Player Rankings, and, of course, Big Boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Make it part of your rotation. NBA Draft season is officially here. Next week is a very, 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 very big week uh, for the NBA, um, not just because the conference finals are starting, not just because it's the NBA draft lottery. It's the NBA draft combine, too. Um, it is the unofficial start of NBA draft season. Um, uh, teams have already started working out players. The Magic, of you know, I've seen some public announcements from teams about that they're working out. Um, the Magic, of course, keep everything super private. They probably... Uh, I I think their gym has actually been closed a few weeks. Um, the Magic, the Magic, do have their court kind of refinished like immediately after the season. Weltman kind of always takes this approach of, "Hey, we're going to close the gym down for two weeks. Everybody, get away, take a breather. You know, kind of take a step back." Cole Anthony has been working out at the downtown rec center um, with his with his guys. Um, you know, everyone's kind of off doing their own thing. So uh, I, I don't think the Magic have done any pre-draft workouts yet. It wouldn't surprise me if they have. Um, we will, uh, we, you know, we will start seeing some guys start coming into Orlando. Those rumors will start trickling out, but the NBA draft combine is really the unofficial start of draft season. It's, it's when most of the major prospects get their first one-on-ones, their first chances to sit down with, um, NBA personnel. Uh, everyone gets their official measurements done. So all, all that information, those, those, those medicals, those dastardly medical, um, get done. The NBA kind of puts their stamp of approval on guys, uh, on guys, everyone gets kind of the same baseline information uh, on which to start judging judging the players. Um, most of the major players will not be participating in drills. They'll probably just do their measurements, um, do the interview sessions, the kind of speed dating interview sessions that get done. I think that everyone's limited to like five 30-minute interviews over the course of two days over in Chicago. Um, you know, again, it's teams make requests for play, for players. The league schedules those interviews, so just because the Magic do not get an interview with with someone they want to get an interview with, um, does not mean they will not interview them later or are not interested in them at all. So um, it, it's 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 kind of a formal kind of short get together. Um, teams will start planning their interviews when they're going to bring in some top prospects. They'll begin those negotiations with agents. Agents will start setting up their pro days and start start you know kind of figuring out how they want to place their players. It's a big get together. We will hear some rumors start trickling out. This is a really exciting time. And it's a really exciting time for the prospects too because this is not just about the top picks in the draft. The NBA draft combine is really for those middle first round picks all the way down through the draft. It's a chance for players 
to kind of begin to make a name for themselves. You think about Pat Honiton, who made a name for himself with his um, big vertical big vertical leap. That's when he really started to turn some heads and, and sneak into the first round. You have guys like Quentin Grimes, who rose uh, to the to an early second-round pick because of his play during the scrimmages at the Combine. It, it really sets the tone for a lot of the draft. And while the Magic do have a top pick, and I don't expect any of the top guys, so none of those top, top, top guys are going to participate in any drills. They're just going to do their workouts, get their interviews, um, and, and kind of start setting up for their pro days and start setting up for individual workouts that they'll have um, and that their agents set up. Um, the Magic are going to have to keep a close eye on what's going on at the NBA Draft Combine. It's going to be really exciting to watch some of these players um, and see where they're at and see uh, what they end up doing because this draft is is really tight. Um, you know, I think a lot of people believe that uh, from about the middle of the first round all the way to the all the way through to the middle of the second round, players are really close, and, and it's going to be a really volatile draft in, in a lot of ways. Orlando, of course, holds the 32nd and 35th picks in the draft as well, um, and so. Uh, 32nd and 35th picks in the draft as well. I do anticipate the Magic could be a team that tries to trade back up into the first round. They have Terrence Ross to offer to do that. Um, I think the Magic's ultimate goal has always been to get a first-round pick for Terrence Ross. And so even if it's uh, now a late first-round pick, I think that they will uh, take a look at that if they can. So there's definitely a few players the Magic have to keep an eye on here at the NBA Draft Combine. I want to just go through a few of the ones that, that I'm interested in seeing and seeing what they do. Um, the big one is Shaden Sharp. He's not going to do any drills. He's got a pro day set up. If you don't know the Shaden Sharp story, uh, he graduated early from high school in Canada, reclassified to the class of 2022, 2021, enrolled in Kentucky in the spring, was all set to play this year. NCAA never really cleared him. Kentucky didn't want to play him in fears that they that he would be ruled ineligible. They didn't want to be uh, outside of any rules. Um, and then uh, they just they didn't want to deal with the will he won't he play of the whole season, so they declared him out at the very beginning of the season. He did practice with Kentucky, but he has not played all season. He's not going to play do very much at at this pro day, but it will be the first chance for a lot of teams to sit down and get an interview with Shaden Sharp. And Shaden Sharp will also reportedly be doing a pro day uh, through his agency. Uh, during the course of of the uh, around the time of the NBA draft combine, so we will get uh, to see a little bit of Shaden Sharp um, again. See where he's at. See how he looks at least on the floor without you know probably one on zero drills, n- nothing, nothing crazy. Um, and so that's going to set up the rest of his um, of his again of his preparations for the draft. The NBA draft lottery is probably going to determine a lot of the teams that he's going to actually end up talking to. If I'm his agent, I'm targeting teams. He's a mystery. Teams want to know about him. You hold the cards in that in that in that uh, sense. So again, if he likes Orlando, they will inter- schedule an interview with Orlando. I'm sure Orlando's going to try and get an interview with him. Uh, but I think that Shaden Sharp's people hold a lot of the cards here to ter- to try and determine where he goes. It's going to be interesting to see who he ends up sitting down with during the draft combine when the NBA picks the interviews, and then ultimately where he ends up interviewing and working out as well. The other big name that I'm really interested in seeing, um, and it's really interesting, uh, you don't usually see this many foreign players make the jump over to the NBA Draft Combine. I think a lot of them are going to be there. I think a lot of them are going to do their drills. I think a lot of them might even play some of the bigger names. The guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing is Nikola Jovic uh, from Mega in Serbia. Nikola Jovic, not a typo. His name is actually Nikola Jovic. Um, six foot ten forward, good shoot, uh, a good shooter. Good playmaker, good off the dribble, kind of like that unicorn style um, type player. 
good passer, really destroyed people of his own age, held his own for Mega um, in in the Baltic League. The Baltic League's a pretty good league uh, for those that don't know. Um, Doesn't play a lick of defense from everything that I've read and seen, uh, so that's going to be a challenge for him. But Nikola Jovic is probably the best foreign prospect um, in this draft, Uh, and and I really think that a lot of NBA teams are going to want to get a close look at him. I've seen him in mock drafts going anywhere from the late lottery all the way to the second round. Nobody really knows what to expect from this kid, and no one really knows um, what to what to think of this kid in, in a lot of ways. Um, he's he held in, uh, in, in on the on the on the pro team this season for for Mega, uh, but certainly could uh, could could stand to get a lot better. It's, it's not completely clear. Uh, you know, whether he's going to be able to make it. He averaged 11.8 per game uh, and five and a half rebounds per game uh, in 2021 uh, for, for the NAC, for the senior team. Last year, averaged 11.7 points per game, 4.4 rebounds per game, 3.4 assists per game in 25 games played. Shot 35.6% from beyond the arc. So again, super skilled six foot 10 forward. Um, someone that I, that I really, really like. Here as well, uh, New Zealand, the New Zealand Breakers of the NBL. That's the team that RJ Hampton played for. Has two guys that are entering this draft that are going to be very interesting. Usman Dang, uh, a forward. Uh, you know, I, I've got to watch some more tape on him. And then Hugo Basin, uh, their point guard, really struggled early in the year. Really young kid, but really came on strong at the end of the year. A, a good dynamic score. Needs to improve his jumper. Needs to just get a little bit more maturity and seasoning, but uh, he's he's a really interesting player. And then Grand Canaria forward Khalifa Jop and French center Ismail Kamengate, um, all going to be at the NBA Draft Combine. Again, this is not a particularly strong international class, um, but there are some interesting players. Um, both Jop and Kamengate are kind of considered early second round picks. Um, Jang and Jang is considered a late first round pick. Hugo Basson, I've seen all over the second round. I, I in a mock draft that I did, a, a two round mock that I did, I ended up taking based on this kind of a flyer pick in the early second. So I don't think that would be um, so crazy. Talk about a couple other players that I'm looking forward to seeing here at the NBA Draft Combine uh, in Patrick Baldwin, as well as um, the Arizona Center. I'm going on his name right now. Um, we'll talk about them coming up here in just a moment. But first, a word from our pals at Bet Bet BetOnline continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. File with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
So let's talk about a couple other players. There's two more players I want to chat about real fast that I'm looking forward to seeing at the NBA Draft Combine. Again, you got to go deep in this draft. The Magic have 32nd and 35th pick. Um, I'm still watching some tape on these guys. I'm still kind of getting to know the back end of this class as well. Um, so don't be so alarmed that you don't know who these guys are. I'm merely introducing them to you. You can go watch some tape on them uh, on YouTube, of course. You can go read up a little bit more about them. Find your guy. Um, again, I, I, I will repeat this ad nauseum here. I do think the Magic are good candidates using the 32nd, 35th pick and Terrence Ross to move up back into the first round. But you only do that if there's a guy you like. Take, you know, again, like I said early, focus on the player, not the pick. It doesn't matter if you're picking fifth. If you get a player you like, that's all that matters. Um, that's 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 ultimately the goal. Get good players. You'll figure out the rest later. Um, again, you want you want to get the best players you can, obviously. But you look at the NBA right now. Good players come from all types of draft picks. Focus on the person. Focus on the player, and you'll do fine when it comes to drafting. Um, so the the next guy I want to talk about then is Patrick Baldwin Jr. Um, Patrick Baldwin Jr. broke my heart when he chose to go to UW-Milwaukee over Northwestern, but maybe that was ultimately a good thing. At the beginning of the year, Patrick Baldwin was considered a surefire lottery pick, if not a surefire top 10 pick. Um, this was a guy, a five-star prospect who went to Milwaukee to play for his dad. Um, it looked like he was going to be given an opportunity really to be featured uh, and and really blossom and grow uh, on a big stage or on, on his own stage uh, in, in Milwaukee, uh, again, for kind of a smaller school for a team that, a team that was going to need that kind of guy guidance and, and, and leadership. Um, six foot nine, four, he's a six foot nine forward who plays like a guard. So there was a lot to like, but, uh, Baldwin did not shine on that stage. In fact, he, he really, really struggled as that kind of main score. He averaged 12.1 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game, but shot 34.4% from the floor and 26.6% from the arc. Milwaukee flamed out. They went 10 and 22, 8 and 14 in their conference in the Horizon League. Patrick Baldwin Sr. ended up getting fired at the end of the year. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is now in the transfer portal if he decides to go back to school. Um, his draft stock obviously completely bottomed out. It bottomed out worse than the crypto market the last few days. Um, my top shot account still doing fine though. Um, it, it, it he bottomed out really bad, and and, and I I'm a little bit skeptical that he's going to stay in the NBA draft. But this is a perfect opportunity for him in the NBA draft combine. You can you can't put all of that to rest. He's not going to suddenly rise back up in the lottery. He's not going to suddenly rise um, out of this kind of hole that he's in. But he can start that climb back up. Talent like that doesn't just go away. Um, talent evaluators are very rarely just completely wrong outside of like drugs or something crazy happening. Um, this kid still has a lot of talent. Um, now it's just about putting those pieces together and figuring out, okay, how do you fit into the NBA in NBA world? And can you compete and keep up in the NBA world? That's going to be the ultimate question for Patrick Baldwin Jr. And so I, I would suspect that if Patrick Baldwin Jr. is serious about making the NBA this year, is serious about... Um, Staying in the draft, getting kind of reclaiming some uh, status, he's probably not going to get that high. But reclaiming some of that, um, he's going to not only have to do all the drills at the NBA Draft Combine, he's going to have to play the five on five. And, and, and it would not surprise me if Baldwin ends up being a guy that gets a lot of buzz um, out of the five on five. If, if again, it, he just seems to click in the NBA more than he clicked in college or click with better players around him than he did in college. Um, it would not surprise me if he's someone that comes out of this NBA draft combine uh, with a little bit of buzz. Um, 
at this point, if you're a guy like Patrick Baldwin, you got to be seeking out competition anytime you can get it. If you can get out on that five on in those five on five scrimmages that they have at the end of the NBA draft combine and show scouts what you can do in an NBA setting with you know some NBA guidance, you should be good doing that. If you're going to stay in the NBA draft draft, you need to be seeking out all the top prospects you can find and going at them, going after them, beating them in these in these three on three, two on two workouts, um, kind of proving yourself in these workouts that hey, I had a bad year, I'm not afraid to bounce back. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is the exact kind of prospect that needs the NBA draft combine. Christian Coloco. Um, a lot of the Arizona talk's been about Ben Matherin, but Christian Coloco is a really interesting prospect. He's a center, um, not much of an offensive player, but a really strong defender. A Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. The Pac-12's most improved player of the year took a big jump uh, during his junior year last year. Averaged 12.6 points, 7.3 rebounds, and 2.8 blocks per game. This is a guy that, again, just needs a little bit more seasoning and needs a little bit more time to kind of prove himself in these NBA settings. I, I don't know if he's going to end up staying in the NBA draft or not. He looks like he's going to be a late first-round pick. But the one thing I do know, the Magic need a center. Yes, they've got Wendell Carter. Yes, they have Mo Wagner waiting in the wings. Um, but I expect the Magic to add a third center somewhere. Um, again, maybe that's re-signing Mo Bamba. Definitely a possibility. Maybe that's drafting Chet Holmgren. Even then, I think the Magic do need another big hanging around just in case of emergency um, and, and just to develop. I, I prefer a veteran big, but it would not surprise me if Christian Coloco is on their list as he's just such a good defender and, and, and a guy that can add something to what this team already has. Uh, again, there's going to be a lot to watch in the NBA Draft Combine. There's going to be a lot of talk and a lot of rumors. The rumor mill is going to pick back up again now that we're down. We're going to be down to our final four by the end of the weekend. Game sevens will take place Sunday in the NBA playoffs. So that rumor mill is going to pick up now as we hit our big first event of the offseason, the NBA Draft Lottery, on Tuesday. Before my internet cuts out again, then, I'm going to sign off for the day. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and have the podcast that you're tuning in. Him, like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMB. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can find us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Don't forget today at noon, Friday at noon, I'll be hosting a Twitter Spaces Talking a little bit more about the NBA draft, we'll do our, our mock, our final mock draft Friday before the NBA draft lottery. So bring your magic questions, bring your draft questions. We'll chat there for about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and that'll actually be Monday's episode of Locked On Magic as well. Now that you're done listening to us, though, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Get complete recaps of the NBA playoffs from Locked On experts. They take you deep inside the postseason with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. See you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.